All right, fam. We are back. This is the Lily and Lando podcast, I guess. Eh, we'll call it that for now. I'm just, I'm being indecisive. I feel like we've gotten so many recommendations. So shout out, thank you to anyone who's recommended um, something. Uh, I just, I can't decide at this point. So for now, it's the Lily and Lando podcast. Yeah, I did see some good suggestions on the Facebook post that you put up. Yeah. I think we need to revisit those. But yeah. We're back, fam. We weren't here last week, but obviously we're still here. Yeah, it was uh, an interesting weekend, so it was all on me, my bad. But excited to talk about uh, some health and fitness today. Yeah, I think Lily and I decided that for this topic of the day, we kind of wanted to talk through how we stay active during our quarantine days. Yeah outside of quarantine but yeah definitely during our quarantine days it's been a, a challenge for me um and you know I think it could just be a challenge for anybody it's so easy to just sit around bum on the couch and do nothing um if you really let yourself yeah I mean we bummed a lot today <laughs> to be honest <laughs> we went on two walks yeah no I think that's so that's a good first point like no matter where you're at, you know, if you don't have any fancy breadwinner's garage equipment, you can always go for a walk. That's like the number one easiest thing you can do. Yeah, um, I know, you know, especially Monday through Friday, I don't ever go on walks with you guys because I just zone into my computer and work and start working. And yeah, I've uh, been trying really hard to stay active and really make sure that I'm you know, doing different things throughout the day. So what I've kind of told myself that I have to start doing if I'm going to work out that day is the minute I get up, immediately put on my gym clothes um, and immediately get my workout in. Because if I don't do it first thing um, in the morning when I get up, I won't do it at all. Yeah, and I think with me, especially having the dogs, I try to get them out and exercise um, as much as I can, especially since we're all home all day. They would be easily tried to like be all over us. Well, they all are still all over us, even with us walking them. Yeah, um, it's it's interesting because with Duke and Rocco, it's I feel like they're used to being home, you know. But it, it's obviously way different with us being home now too. Um, they're very much they're very needy. They want our constant attention so that's another reason why i think you take them for lots and lots of walks throughout the day yeah i don't know if anyone else has noticed this with their dogs but like duke and rocco are even more attached to us now like i have a desk set up in the room in the bedroom and duke will come in there and just start like rubbing on me and like leaning on me and wanting my attention i'm like he's never like this like he's always either sleeping or you know eating or just chilling like so it's pretty, pretty, pretty interesting that he, they've gotten used to us being home. Yeah, I, I, I think you know they they can get attached to me throughout the day, but I know that like while I'm at the desk and working, they don't bother me very much. Except when they're eating or drinking. Oh my gosh, it's so annoying. <laughs> so the desk is set up right next to their food and water bowls, and my goodness, when I'm in a meeting on a conference call, you hear like. Duke is like, I can't even make the noise that it, it's like, so 
It's like you're slapping a puddle of water with your hand. That's how loud it is when you do drink water. I feel bad, but I, I'm like, every single time I hear him, I turn around, I put my phone on me, and I'm like, Duke, stop it. And he just gives me the look, and he just, like, walks away. <laughs> yeah, let him drink. He's um, thirsty. No, I, let me get through my meeting. That's um, why you need to be set up in that room, and I'll be set up out here. No. Or, so, I cannot be in the room. I well, we have it. five extra rooms now that we could put you in. Oh, by the way, y'all, I think some of y'all know we are officially empty nesters. <laughs> All our All kids, our kids are, are gone. <laughs> yeah, it's officially just me and Lily and the dogs now. Yeah. So Noe and Adam left a few months ago, and then Eric um, just recently left. Also, so and we yeah. don't have much more time in this house anyway. I know two more. It's like two and a half more months. Can you imagine? We got two and a half more months in this house. I've been stressing about our move our date our move out date since we moved in here. I know, but our house is almost ready. We're super duper excited. So we have um, obviously foundation. The frame started to go up. Um, this week we have plumbing and electrical going in, um, but we got to see the upstairs too. And then it's super fun to see all the, um, other houses. Our house is the one to the fifth one in the neighborhood. Um, so there's four houses. No, no, no. It's the sixth one in the neighborhood. There's, yeah. There's five houses going up right now, right, right ahead of, a little bit ahead of ours. Yeah. So it's fun to see the progress. Of it's crazy progress. A brand new neighborhood and. You know, kind of getting to see, um, you know, I'm a little uh, nosy. I was walking into We walked house. up in everybody's house. <laughs> I want to be a little nosy. But people do that, though, in those neighborhoods. Like, people walk within each other's houses while they're being built just to kind of get ideas and all that. Yeah, a lot of them is still framing. I think there's only one house that's still, uh, you know, pretty close to being done. But all the other houses still have a long way to go. Um, but we're, again, we're super excited. We're hoping to be there mid-August and August, hopefully not into September, but I guess we should just prepare for <laughs> the worst, um, just in case. Yeah. So that's part of our routine. I guess just to go through like, like a work day, workout routine. Um, as Lily mentioned, you, you work, you're usually working like 1230 to nine, 1230 PM to 9 PM. So you work out mid morning, but then I'm also trying to work out like mid morning too, just like in between meetings, like depending on what, how my schedule looks since we're obviously all home all the time. And so whatever workout you're going to do, you're not going to drive to a gym for the most part. So that actually takes out a lot of the equation when it comes to traveling to a gym. Like for the most part, if you're going to a gym, you're probably going to drive 15, maybe 20 minutes to a gym park get there get your locker set up work out grab your stuff leave drive another 15 20 minutes get back home that's that's quite a time commitment versus you just working out at home or going for a run from your front door yeah but when's the last time you went to a gym me yeah. the last time i went to a gym was like last fall when i was still triathlon training Last fall? Yeah, like this past fall. Because I went I would go for the pool, remember? Oh. Does that even count? It counts. It's a, it's, I would go to LA Fitness pool. What do you mean? <laughs> I guess. No, but I think for at home, like okay, first of all, going on walks, like we just mentioned earlier, that's a that's a huge one. I think people underestimate how many calories you burn and how good you feel just on going on walks. And you don't have to go on like a two hour walk. I mean that's crazy, but you know, I, I try, my goal is three 10 minute walks a day. 
one in the morning, one after I eat lunch, and then one in the afternoon at some point. Yeah, I am bad about going on walks during the week. Um, like I said, I usually just wake up. Um, I I have trouble. I especially you know since quarantine started, I have so much trouble sleeping. Um, I usually don't go to bed till like twelve, one o'clock in the morning sometimes. So lately, damn, that's late. I know. Lately, I've had to force myself to wake up early because if I let myself, I'll I'll fall asleep. I'll I'll sleep until ten. And then by the time I know it, I got to log in for work and then I'm literally working nonstop, um, you know, maybe getting a little lunch break in to eat some dinner, but for the most part, just going. So I think lately <laughs> I told Lando, I was like, I don't care if I'm mad at you, wake me up in the morning nah. um, because I, it's just, I feel like a freaking kid sometimes because I can't get myself out of bed in the mornings. But um, as long as I'm awake by 8.30, it usually takes me about, so if I'm awake by 8.30, it takes me about 30 minutes to actually get out of the bed, and then I put my gym clothes on, and I go straight into the garage, and I do a little workout. Um, I've been doing some, so I, uh, Miranda and I got, or Miranda got me into the class studios, and they do recordings of their workout classes, um, so I've been doing um, workouts through class studios. Uh, usually, I mean, they're 30 to 40 minute sessions and it's pretty active, full body, sometimes just legs, abs, some cardio. Um, and I can usually burn anywhere from like two to 300 calories just depending on the workout. And I'm usually pretty exhausted after that. I think last week I tried to do a run and the class and I pretty much died. Um, but it's, you know, that's kind of how I stay active. So then I come inside, I shower, um, you know, by then it's probably around 11-ish. So that kind of gives me an hour to just kind of chill before I start working. Because again, once I start working, it's full on just concentration. Um, you know, you, while I'm working, you go on several walks with the dogs and it's just back-to-back -back meetings or having to be available. It's just hard for me to really step away from my desk. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's going to be different too for everyone's schedule, but for me also, I try to work out, I'm probably trying to work out like right before you or right after you in the mornings, like depending on what meetings I have, I try to have like a little gap, like right before lunch to where I can work out and, you know, I'll do stuff when we have the whole gym equipment set up here, but I mean, if you don't have the gym equipment, which a lot of people don't, there's stuff at home that you can do like the class studios that you're doing or like streaming yoga like black swan yoga has a good app or you know just doing like body weight stuff like there's all kinds of workouts online where you can do like sit-ups push-ups squats you can find something on youtube real quick yeah and even now my little class studios they always tell you oh if you don't have you know two pound weights grab some wine bottles and use that as your you know your curls or whatever type of weights that we do in the classes so yeah it sounds funny but i mean it, it's true it works i mean you just gotta work with what you have you know um i think the big thing though is again you have to put yourself into a routine and you have to force you have to tell yourself i'm going to do this today because what happens to me is if i say i'm going to do it today and i don't do it i feel bad and then the next morning it forces me to do it um, so it's just, I think, really, it's mental. Because, um, again, it's so easy with just moving from your bed, you know, a few feet to the desk you have set up to just 
stop at the couch um, on the way there and um, not get the workout in. And, you know, it's obviously a lot easier than to work out, but I think I've noticed, and I know everyone says this, and obviously easier said than done, but I notice I do feel a lot better um, when I do get the workout in. As miserable as I am walking from, you know, the room into the garage to start the workout, I'm complaining most of the time, pretty much giving Lando a, a nasty side eye and annoyed that I have to work out. <laughs> but once I'm done with the workout, I'm like, okay, I'm glad I did it. I feel good. Now I can, you know, feel good about the rest of my day. Yeah, I think what's going off that, one thing that's very important that would help people is that if you're going to work out tomorrow, like say I'm going to work out tomorrow, know what time exactly you're going to work out. I'm going to work out at 4 p.m. Because if you wake up and you'd be like, ah, I'll work out at some point today, you think to yourself, okay, I'll probably do it this morning. And then you get busy and you're like, okay, you know what, I'll do it this afternoon. Oh, and then something comes up this afternoon, and before you know it, it's 7, 8 p.m., and you're like, oh, I don't feel like fucking working out now. Like, you know, it's I'll, I'll work out tomorrow. And then the same thing happens tomorrow and over and over again. And especially, too, if you have, like, other obligations, like, you know, kids or other family that you have to take care of or whatever, you know. So and that's another thing, too. You know, if you're going to work out and you have, like, some other obligations like that, you want to make it clear to whomever that, Hey, tomorrow at eight to nine, I'm going to work out. So can you, you know, watch the kid or can you handle the dogs or can you cook breakfast or whatever, whatever it is, you know, just whenever people see you taking it serious about yourself, then they'll respect your decision to actually work out. Cause I know, I know when I first started working out like a long time ago, you know, I was like the fat kid growing up and I had like, you know, like friends and family would tease me about being fat or whatever. And then what was crazy to me is that I would like start exercising and they would tease me about exercising. I'm like, what the, what the, what the fuck you want me to do? Like, I'm trying to like, you know, get healthy, lose weight. And you're like making fun of me for like eating a salad. Oh, he's eating a salad. Everybody watch out. You know, so, you know, especially how like, you know, some Mexican American families can be and stuff. Oh, what do you, who do you think you are? You're all, you know, super healthy guy over here. And like, whenever I first started out, it would bother me so much because you know, I was just insecure about it. But now I'm like, fuck, what the fuck? Yeah, joke's on me. I'm, I'm being healthy, you know. I'm, I'm being, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've never had that problem because I don't eat salads. But. I mean, I I don't want that to bother me now. I'm obviously way, it's, I'm way in another place. But I think what my point with that is just saying that, like, you know, you have to hold yourself accountable to the max because you're easily going to have someone else saying, Ah, just, just don't work out today. Let's 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 order some pizza. You know, it'll be good. You know, or whatever. Yes, and that see, does not Lily, take much for me. It does not. Lily is that person <laughs> to me. I'm like, if I if I even think about like, eh, like let's not work out and order pizza. You would have ten pizzas at the door in two minutes. Yeah, does not take long. No, I can't convince you. There's no way. If I were to tell you that, you would like completely ignore me and go do your workout. The other way around, for sure. If I had a workout in mind <laughs> set up, and then all of a sudden you're like, all right, babe, let's go get some. I think you did it on Thursday or Friday. We stopped. I was like, no, granted, I was not going to work. I but you didn't work out, though. Yeah. I had already worked out that day, right? Yeah, but it was for dinner. Well, it's because, like, okay, so that's another thing, dinner. But, yeah, go go ahead. No, but it was. I was just saying, like, it did not take. Because in my mind, I was. we were eating, like, cooking that yeah. night. We were going to eat um, food that night. <laughs> And then the minute you said Wingstop, my eyes just lit up and I was like, oh my gosh, yes, let's do it. Okay, for the record, we haven't had Wingstop in over a year, maybe. Yeah, since we were at the old house. Since we are at the old house. And we've been in this house for like 10 months. So, 
But to that point, I mean, it's also important to have like some type of diet or not necessarily a hardcore diet, but because when I when people hear diet, they're like, oh, starve yourself. Like, no, diet is not like starving yourself. Diet is just anything that you eat. Like if you eat McDonald's and Taco Bell, that's your diet. If you eat salads and, you know, whatever, that's your diet. But just having something in mind and then having food available makes it easier too. It's so easy to snack and get off track when you don't have food. Like if I like if we had to eat right now and we didn't have any food, we would like snack on something or just fucking order out, you know. It's so easy to DoorDash now or whatever. Yeah, I've seen a lot of things where people say that, you know, they're having trouble with like snacking throughout the day um, in this quarantine. And I was telling um, my team yesterday or Thursday or Friday in a meeting that I do not have that problem at all because we don't have snacks here. I eat worse at work where I have chocolate, I have cookies, I have donuts. Um, and I am very much uh, the type of person, if I see a donut, I am not going to say no to a donut. Are you serious I'm going to right eat now? The Are you serious right yes. now? Jesus Christ. I'm going to eat the donut. <laughs> How can you say no to a free donut? Babe, okay. I've, said no, I've said no to so many donuts and cookies and all There's this BS that okay. my coworkers don't even ask me anymore. It's funny, like my... Like, if someone tries to ask me, uh, my boss would be like, no, 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 he's healthy, do not ask. <laughs> it's, it's like a joke over there, but I don't know. Like, okay, so the thing about snacking, I get that, but what helps me is that I have certain times of day where I'm going to eat, and if it's not that time of day, I'm not eating, you know? Just, so just tell yourself, say you're going to snack, say you are going to snack, um, say like, okay, I'm going to have breakfast at 8 a.m., and then at 10 a.m., I'm going to have a snack. And then at 12 p.m., I'm going to have lunch. And then at 2 p.m., I'm going to have another snack. And then at 4 p.m., I'm going to work out. And then after I work out, I'm going to have dinner. Like having it kind of like an idea in your – I know that's pretty laid out for people. I think that's kind of hard for people Please to – tell me who in the world that listens to this can do that. Babe, it's not oh, that hard. No, it's not that, that hard. Like <laughs> it's not that hard. I That's pretty much what I just said right now is like almost exactly what I – my. Um, my diet is – actually, it changes up a lot depending on what your goals are. Like for the most part, when people go on a diet, quote-unquote, their goal is to lose weight. And so I think one of the good things to start is just cutting out the BS. And like even if you're not a nutrition expert, you know what's BS. Cokes, beer, that's BS. Candy, BS. We have none of Chips. Okay. I know. That's what, and that's And that's part of the reason like – you know, like you said, if we had it in this house, it'd be more tempting for you to just and snack on it. And I think that's it. what I was going to like mention, that if, the reason why I eat better here than I do at work is because we don't have the snacks here. Um, we don't buy them. Yes, sometimes I have a bag of chips around, but that's like my guilty pleasure. I like my hot, fry, or my hot Cheetos and stuff, but... Um, for the most part, you know, those like hot Cheetos and stuff, those are like my night snack. I do not snack on that throughout the day. Um, but I, it's just, if you can keep the snacks out of the house, it's going to make it a lot easier to not snack throughout the day. Um, so. Yeah. I mean, what you have on hand is what you're going to want to eat. And that's why I mentioned earlier, like you want to have good food on hand. What's funny about all this is that when I've gone to the grocery stores all these times and since the quarantine happened, a lot of the food that we eat is available, like vegetables. Like I have never been to a store yet where they didn't have the vegetables that I wanted 
or like the greens or the fruits, you know, those are the, those are the, we, that's the, what I think what we eat the most. That's like the base of our diet. And then the meats and the meats are a little bit harder to find, but you know, just chicken breast, we, you know, ground turkey or ground bison or ground meat even, you know, or even steaks. And like, when I say steaks, you don't have to go buy like $20 ribeyes. You know, there's like some good steaks that are on sale sometimes that you could buy like, um, um, New York strip steaks. I mean, ribeyes are my favorite, but they're a little bit more fattier. Um, so yeah, so vegetables, meats, and then like some type of grain on the side is what we usually, this is like pretty much what we usually eat. So like rice or potatoes or beans sometimes, but it's really just rice and potatoes. And when you look at your plate, fam, you got to know that, you know, you're, you're, you have to know that everything in moderation, um, especially, you know, you can say, okay, I'm eating healthy, but if you eat like three plates of your healthy meal, then like that's a ton of calories too. So yeah, I think what I've enjoyed the most though is that our lunches. Um, so we took some badass lunches. Yeah. Um, well, you do. I've learned, but it's so funny because it's like I I don't ever make it as good as him. I actually burned mine last time, but it's okay. So lunches, they're super easy. You need to just make your. Um, it's like a stir fry um, that we make with rice. Um, chicken, steak, meat, any leftover protein that you have, some veggies, um, and just like a sauce to put over. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, specifically, like okay, so what Lily's mentioning is that usually for lunch, so we'll always have like some type of meat and rice in the fridge, like leftover, like whatever meat that we make for dinner. We usually have more, so we can have some for lunch the next day. And rice, it's just easy to always have rice on hand in the fridge. Super easy to cook. We have a rice cooker. We cook, I cook up like two cups at a time always and then just save the rest. And when we're making this stir fry, we'll have like, so for start off, we'll have like some chopped broccoli. So we'll chop up some broccoli, throw it in a pan with a little bit of butter, low heat, put a lid on it, let it simmer. And you just let it simmer for like, you know, and put a little bit of salt and pepper, stir it around a little bit, let it simmer for like a couple minutes. And you'll see the broccoli start to get soft. And once you start seeing the broccoli get soft, we'll throw in our protein. So like say we had some chicken breast that we cooked last night. Yeah, I love it with some chicken breast. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, cut, we'll slice up some chicken breast in slices. And then we'll throw it in there with the broccoli. And once we do that, we have sauces that we buy. And there's all kinds of flavors you can buy. You can get it at any store in like the Asian food aisle. But it's like... Um, it can be teriyaki sauce. Teriyaki sauce, sweet and sour sauce, like... You know, yeah, those types of like Asian stir fry sauces. Um, The thing with those though, you got to be careful. Like you don't want to dump a gallon of it in your food. Like we usually literally put like a tablespoon in. It's just enough to like coat the meat and the and the veggies and kind of stir it around in it. So you know, um, we put a little bit of that in it, and then we let it cook for a little bit more. Let the let the meat uh, get heated back up, and then once all that's done, throw a cup of rice in there, like literally a scoop of rice, and just throw it all in there. Mix it up for a little bit more. Boom. That's like the stir. That's the stir fry that we cook right there. Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean that's a, and that's a quick and easy lunch. Like you said, all you gotta do is have veggies, meat, and rice. And to change it up so you're not eating the same thing over every day. Sometimes we'll use broccoli. Sometimes we'll use um, Brussels sprouts. Sometimes we'll use asparagus. So you can change up those veggies there, or you can even go into the grocery aisle and the um. 
in the produce aisle and they have like bags of already mixed like it literally says stir fry mix on it that you could use mm -hmm. and we've used those sometimes too really good um yeah it's super easy um i really really like it um you can throw some sriracha on it um afterwards oh yeah and spicy mayo spicy yeah mayo. that's a good yes. that's a good kick on it too like Spicy mayo, sriracha, you can dress it up that way. And then throw some avocado on top with some of the little tortilla strips that we do sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's like a literally like a bowl that you would get at a like an Asian food restaurant. So, and that's super easy. Like I said, all you got to do is have like veggies in the fridge, leftover meat, and leftover rice. Um, and if you don't have chicken, sometimes it's so good with ground meat too, like leftover ground meat. Or my favorite is like with leftover steak meat. Like that's, I think that's been my favorite too. And then you play around with the sauces. You use a different sauce each time to change it up. So the chili, chili sauce that. So it's sweet chili sauce. Sweet chili. And that so that one I got it from Whole Foods actually, and it's really good. It's gluten free. It says on the bottle, mm, and um, it's kind of it's pretty low in sugar. Like the things about these sauces is that they're gonna have a little bit of sugar in it because that's what gives them the flavor. But like I said, if you don't just if you don't douse your food in it, it's fine. You know, it's like eight six or eight grams per serving, something like that, which. I mean, if you're really trying to watch your carbs and sugar, then that's a different story. But, you know, it, with when it, it helps to have flavor, you know, that's the helps to change things up, you know, because especially if you're eating bland food, no one fucking wants to eat bland food. I, I know the feeling when I first started dieting, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just cooking some terrible food. I remember for a while when I was trying to diet and I would take oh um, my God. lunch, even Camille would make fun of me or because I would. I would say, people would be like, oh, what are you having for lunch? I'm like, ugh, chicken and rice. And they look at me, they're like, are you serious? Chicken and rice? I'm like, yes, chicken and rice. Ugh. So boring. Um, and it got to the point where I just wouldn't eat it sometimes because I just... Yeah, there was a lot of times you would just bring it home and have ate something else straight mm -hmm. up. That's how bored I would get with the food. So obviously it's super easy to get bored. So I agree. I think it's important to change it up and... I'm also the type of person where I'd rather not eat than eat something that I don't like because <laughs> I just... Damn. Yeah, that's a that's that's a bold statement there, Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, also too, like, okay, so that's lunch. Um, I kind of, we're kind of jumping all over the place, but that's a, that's a good place to start because Lily usually doesn't eat breakfast. I like, breakfast. she, like she mentioned, she wakes up later in the day and then she'll work out on an empty stomach, which is fine. Like, if you want to work out fasted, a lot of people... Um, find it's better than to work out fasted than work out after eating. Um, so your first meal is usually about like brunches, brunch time, lunch time, and then you'll snack on something throughout the day. And then I'm usually cooking dinner because you're on the phone, and you'll step away at some point to have dinner. And with dinner, um, we change it up. Like it's, it depends. Like usually we'll always have a meat. Like we're always cooking some type of protein. Like steak or chicken or ground meat those are the big ones i mean you can use those same meats but cook it in different ways like there's like gluten-free pasta that we buy that we make sometimes with the ground meat um like I, I like my favorite things to do is like have big spinach wraps that i put like meat and veggies in with spinach and cheese and avocado and like literally make like a little burrito uh, here at home um or like make steak and potatoes things like that so the thing about cooking, though, is that you have to experiment because you're not going to know what you like until you cook stuff. Because I've uh, you've seen me where like I've cooked something and you're like, oh, how is it? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, it's not that great, but I eat it anyway, just because I'm like, whatever, you know, I cooked it. But 
But also, though, I learned that from that experience, I learned what I do or do not want to do for next time. Yeah, I am not an experimenter, so uh, it's all possible to me. I, I, because every single time I go somewhere, I always order the same mm. freaking thing. Mm. I do not. Ever. What about though when we go to a new restaurant you haven't been to before? I usually try and find the chicken fried chicken or a burger or some type of pasta. Yeah, that's um, true. I don't really strain much. No, not granted. I, since I've become an adult, I have my eating pyramid has increased significantly. I You're actually, welcome. I actually eat some vegetables now. Now, there's some I just can't do. Like, like what? So, I struggle with Brussels sprouts. Mm. I'll eat them, mm. but it's just like, I almost have to like, <laughs> force myself to I love Brussels sprouts. Um, asparagus is okay. I like, I can handle broccoli now. Carrots are good. Um, carrots, I love, um, pro tip with the carrots, fam. I buy them whole. And then I shred them myself because I used to buy the bag that was already shredded and it is, there is no comparison. If you buy them whole and shred them yourself with like a trees grater, it's so soft and super juicy and like, you know, it's. You want to be lazy like me, just grab a knife and pretend you're kind of shredding them. Or you could probably use like a potato. Um... Yeah, I mean, and with the shredded carrots, like I throw that in salads or I even throw it in the stir fries that we were just talking about. You can throw that in anything and it gives it good color, good veggies, good flavor. Like that's carrots are like a secret ingredient there. Yeah, I like carrots a lot, but I've... And spinach, we, I eat spinach. I go through like tubs of spinach a week. Yeah, you do. Lots of spinach. But I've done a lot better job of eating a little bit better. But again, I... Usually, I don't really, like today, I didn't eat till about noon. But I don't get hungry. I fasted today, too, though. I, need I, don't, to. I don't get hungry in the mornings. Like, I wake up, and I'm just kind of like, mm, I don't want to eat anything. So I brush my teeth, and I roam, and then I won't start eating until my stomach starts to growl. And then that's when I'm like, okay, maybe I should eat something. Yeah, I think that's a good point, too, because I know, like, there's kind of... So just, you know, even with all this that we're saying, like, we're not trying to give you diet or fitness advice. We're just kind of saying what we do um, just to give an experience. Like, obviously, we're not nutritionists or medical experts or whatever the hell you want to say. But um, the thing with any diet you're going to look up, like you name whatever diet you want and you're going to Google it. You can say like the keto diet, for example, you can say, why is the keto diet good and you're going to get a thousand articles and then you can say why is the keto diet bad and then you're going to get a thousand articles too you know so the big thing with like any type of like eating or exercise is that you have to figure out what you like and works best for you yeah i agree i haven't figured it out yet <laughs> i mean well also too because I, I i brought that up because i was going to say like you said you didn't eat and like a big thing that's going around right now is fasting and i've done it too and i I think it's good. Like I think I feel like it's a good tool. Like all these diets that I've tried and like different foods and different eating times and schedules. Like I think they're good tools to have and like to experiment on how you feel with which one. You know, some might be better than others. Yeah, but it's weird though because I don't intentionally fast. It's not like in my mind I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm dieting. I'm going going through mm -hmm, a fast. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, I just have always been like that, you know, a lot of the times growing up, I would wake up, you know, 10 minutes before we had to go through the door and by then my mom's already, we're running late. 
it kind of went into college and then now as an adult human being sometimes I just don't wake up early enough and so I think I've trained my body um, through my entire almost 30 years of life to say you don't eat breakfast you just yeah. gotta go and uh, you'll be fine until you find your next meal and that's a lot how I was in college it's like sometimes I one I was broke um, and two it's just like you I, I had to learn how to budget my, my uh my dorm um, jester budget. Uh, so I sometimes would only eat dinner and then eat my um, maruchan in the microwave the, uh, <laughs> in the dorm room. So. What, what were your fa- what were your favorite? What are, okay, let's go through this. What were some of your favorite struggle meals in college? Like, what would you eat? Like, because you know, like, I know some that I ate. I ate the same crap literally in college. Um, so the spicy chicken we were talking about this earlier spicy <laughs> chicken nuggets from Wendy's oh god you get the four count for a dollar and then I used to love to get like a frosty with it or just the the dollar mini fries too so a four count in fries would kind of get me through uh, most of the day until I go back to my dorm room or my apartment in the evening um what else I mean I'm so broke I, I the oh a subway sandwich I freaking hate subway now after an experience. <laughs> you and I yeah we have an experience but yeah we have I, that was one of mine too but I would get like a the foot long five dollar foot long and it would last me um two meals so I'd mm-hmm. eat half of it for one meal and then save the other half for another meal but man struggle was freaking real so I don't even know if you know these but I used to go to Jack in the Box and that's probably people hearing me say that, knowing me now, they're like, "Well, you ate Jack in the Box? Fuck yeah!" I'd get two or I'd get four tacos. There were ninety nine cents for two, so I'd get four tacos, and then I'd get a uh, a chicken sandwich with cheese. It was like a not a chicken, whatever it is called, a chicken sandwich or Jack in the chi- whatever it was called, the chicken sandwich with cheese, and that was a dollar too. So like, I'd get four tacos and a chicken sandwich, and it'd be like. You know, three sixty nine or something like that, and I that was like that was killer right there. Um, I'd eat Subway too, like you said. I get the foot long, and then I eat like half of it, and then that would hold me over. And I'd say I literally walk around campus with the other half in my backpack on the side, like where your water bottle goes. I fucking had a Subway sandwich right there, ready to go at all times. Um, so those were big too. I would eat Zen's. Zen's was an Asian food place. Um, I, there, I know there's one on campus, but the one I would go to was up the street in Guadalupe, on Guadalupe, because I used to live in West Campus. And that, like, you would get, um, like, a big-ass thing of rice and chicken for, like, seven bucks, and it would, like, completely fill you up. Um, so those were some of the meals that I had in college. But, yeah, like you said, I, I would also eat, like, Taco Bell, get, like, some uh, chicken soft tacos and bean burritos and stuff like that. I mean, when you're in college, or, or, or even if you're not in college, when you kind of, like, low on cash, you kind of get what you can get, you know? I know. When I, living in Jester, I had like a, a budget that I had to make last through the whole, what's it called? Bevo Bucks or whatever? Yeah, dining dollars. Yeah, that I had to make last through the entire semester. So I budgeted that out and lived at J2 a lot, which is the buffet of Jester. And, oh my God, I've had some stomach aches from J2. Um, but I survived. And then once I got into the apartment, uh, I think things got a lot harder because I had to actually like budget my own money versus money that was already saved in an account somewhere um so i did lots and lots of spaghetti lots and lots of uh, spaghetti is so easy like i think everyone should cook spaghetti at home yeah lots of hamburger helper was like a big one that i would make all the time so 
Um, but man, I think one of the biggest, a few reasons why I was, I never gained a freshman 15 and I was always super thin in college was stress, lack of food and running. I ran a lot. So, um, I actually worked out a lot in college. Yeah. I didn't gain, I, when I first started working out was when I was still in junior college back home and I was like 19 and then when I got to UT, I, I, I still actually worked out quite a bit. I, I'd work out at the rec. Uh, I know everybody went to, the, to Greg, but I, I hated Greg. I never, the weight room specifically, I would always go to the rec. And I actually worked out pretty consistently. That was part of my routine, like fucking working out. Um, but my diet wasn't great, like you said. Like I would eat Subway and random crap like that. But I mean, walking around campus and then lifting weights, I wasn't, I wasn't like, I was not chubby in college, I don't think. Yeah, I think I just, I brought, I continue to bring some of those eating habits into my adulthood, and I think the only thing that kind of keeps me in check sometimes is probably you. I know you say that you, <laughs> so I say all the time that, like, whenever I eat something bad, I feel like you're judging me, <laughs> um, and you say that you don't, but I truly feel like I'm either letting you down, or I feel like I'm you're judging me, so mm-hmm. I'm very mm-hmm. conscious about when I eat my snacks and what snacks I buy and you know now you don't tell you never tell me like no you can't have that mm-hmm. yeah um, never obviously you probably get smacking across the head if you try and tell me abuse no. man abuse write that down <laughs> <laughs> but um, I definitely feel this sense of guilt as you know if you're eating a salad and I'm over here stuffing my face with a bag of chips or something yeah and I love my salads now. But yeah, you're right. I mean, I I feel like I try to hold like it's a fine line for me where trying to hold you accountable, but I don't want to make you feel bad. I never like my goal was never to make you feel bad, but at the same time, you're like like you said earlier, you're like, hey, make sure I you know work out or you know make sure I I gotta eat better this week or whatever and stuff and and so I try to hold you accountable, but then I'm like like you know looking at it, throwing stuff over a fence and just hoping that you're not like um, getting upset, but. Yeah, but I've never said, like, oh, you're eating that or whatever. Like, oh, you shouldn't be eating that, blah, blah, blah. So I'm just like, hey, you know, like, I'll try to remind you, like, hey, you had we had ice cream last night, so we're not going to have ice cream tonight or whatever. And then we did go to Brahms last night, man, for anyone that saw my uh, Insta story. <laughs> we're going to take pictures of our Brahms. Yeah, I know. I, we no, destroyed it. Destroyed. We destroyed it. I didn't even wait till we got home, like open that thing up and start eating yeah but with all this i mean with all this healthy stuff that we're talking about i mean we still indulge in our snacks like the thing about like with me specifically when i have like my brahms or my ice cream is like i feel like i've earned it you know i've worked out all week i haven't had any sweets all week like literally the one time a week is when we have brahms ice cream or whatever it is that we have we buy some bluebell and we'll have it like one night and that's it and I earned it, and it's a treat, you know. Yeah, no, he he speaks for himself. It's I, a treat. I definitely a treat. Treat myself. Do you feed when, your dog dog food, or do you feed your dog a box of treats? Uh, I definitely indulge mm. in treats way more often than you. Do. Way more. You know, the last time when we had Brahms, I had probably hadn't had Brahms in like a month. Yeah, you know, I definitely had ice cream multiple <laughs> times before that. Um. And then I also haven't, I haven't had an alcoholic drink in like, uh, since uh, Valentine's. That, our dinner at Valentine's, that's the last time I had alcohol. So that's been what, 
two months maybe more no, I definitely don't. <laughs> but I mean, it's not like you're going crazy. I haven't gotten wasted since Jackie's wedding. Oh my god, I still. Oh my god, I, I think that was the most like hurt I was after a drinking night in my entire life. I was dead. I was dying. I I was on my deathbed. And I thought he was dying. That's how drunk he was. I drove you home, and I'm just thinking to myself, please just throw. I held it together at the wedding, though. Oh yeah, you were perfect. So you got into the car. It's fine. It's funny hearing everybody the next day where people were like, what? He was so, he like, he was normal. And I was like, yeah, I was at the wedding. As soon as we got in the, I think like the truck, the motion of the truck, like fucked me up. Like it was, I don't know. Anyways. um, Yeah. But all, all these things, like if you're going to have ice cream every day, then it's not really a treat anymore. You know, it's kind of like part of your diet. Like I said earlier, like if you have a salad every day, it's part of your diet. If you have ice cream every day, it's part of your diet. And then also too, fam, like once you have like a fitness tracker or like a, an activity tracker and you see how much workout, how many calories you burn in a workout and then you see how many calories are in your, your snacks or your meals, you're like, damn, I worked out for nothing because I just had this tub of ice cream. Or actually, a tub of ice cream is probably more calories than what you would burn in a workout. Probably. But, you know, I'm not saying that to scare anybody or make people feel bad. I'm just like, you know, if you're exercising and you're not really seeing results, you really... It's more than likely you got to understand what you're eating, you know, and but even for you, babe, like you don't you don't hardcore work out or whatnot and you don't hardcore diet. You just kind of like watch it here and there. And that's that's good enough. Like that's that keeps you in a place where you're comfortable. Yeah, I know. When I was about what, a year or two ago when I was really trying to lose weight, I was super strict um, with my diet and um workout and not eating bad and things like that but I think it like I got burnt out because yeah. I just couldn't do it anymore um so I've kind of found a a happy medium I do eat ice cream maybe three four times a week probably <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know you're not eating a ton of food throughout the day though but it's... I also don't eat the entire tub of ice cream oh I yeah eat a little bit of ice cream that's huge like that's something that we noticed traveling abroad too is that like here in America, our servings of food are ridiculous compared to other countries. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I am. Um, yeah, uh, you know, and I think right now too, it's just my sleeping schedule is kind of off and weird too. So it's like sometimes after you go to bed and I come back out to the living room, I'm like, okay, well, what do I do now? You know, because I can't sleep. Um, and then that's where kind of boredom comes in. And I also don't have you here staring at me. Do you snack while you're out here? So sometimes I do snack. Oh sometimes. my God. Oh my God, man. Breaking sometimes. news. I just told you. I, <laughs> snack, I eat ice cream about three to four times a week. So You know, there's a study that was done in this book that I was reading, the Why You Sleep book. Um, and it, it was a study on people that were sleep deprived. And it shows that they're more likely to snack throughout the day um, if you haven't had the proper sleep. Sleep is like the foundation for like the way our bodies function, not just workout, but just in general, like our minds, our health. Yeah, you, that's why I, I'm pretty adamant about my sleeping time. And like when I get up early in the mornings, people think like, damn, like I don't get like maybe like I'm just like not getting any sleep. Like, no, if you're going to get up early, you got to go to sleep early. had a really bad sleep schedule and I if I really needed to I could sleep 
three hours and function perfectly. I'd I slept be, a lot today. I would be really upset, but I could do it. Um, How many days in a row could you do that, though? You did a lot in college. I know, but, okay, college is different. We were all fucking depressed and miserable I mean, in college. No, I don't, I do it often. I mean, these, during the week, I'll go to sleep at one, and then I'm waking up at, like, 7.30 or 8. That's not very much sleep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you gotta try to get, like, my average sleep is seven and a half hours. If I get less than seven, I am not functioning the next day. Getting eight is like a miracle, but for whatever reason, seven, reason seven and a half hours is like my sweet spot. Yeah. Some struggle is real right now. I think it's just this work schedule too, so eventually. That's, that's what's tough for you because you get off at nine, 9.30 sometimes. And you can't just immediately go to bed. Like, I mean, not just you, but like anyone. You can't just like get off of work and immediately go to bed. You have to like kind of wind down a bit. So that might take an hour, an hour and a half, two hours. And then by that time, it's fucking 1130 midnight. And then you're getting ready for bed. And by the time you get to bed, it's past midnight. So yeah, that's But you know, like it's part of the schedule that you have now. And we've talked about this before. And, you know, with kind of our situation right now, it's kind of. It's, we've made making it work, you know. Yeah, I don't really have. We don't have a lot going on right now, so this is work for. Both yeah, it's not like it's not like I'm wanting to go out to have drinks at the bar and you're fucking working or something, you know. Like yeah. when when we when we are in the office or we were in the office and you were at work at nine, I would just be here. I mean, I'd get home. I would get. I usually get home from the office around like five, four thirty-five. I'd immediately change, work out, and that takes like an hour or so, shower, cook dinner, and by that time it's like 6.37, and then I hang out for like an hour or two, and then you're coming home. Yeah. That's they it. fly by. They fly by. Yeah. I think um, once everything gets back to normal, though, hopefully people can kind of get back into a routine pretty quickly. But man, I, I don't think people are still thinking that like next week, next month, we're going to be back up and running like nothing ever happened. We're going to be changed forever. Like the United States is going to be a different country after this. The whole world is. Yeah, but we, we have a shit show going on here. No, for sure. Yeah. I mean, everyone's talking about like, you know, even just next week, I think Abbott opened up as opening up slowly and i just don't think we're ready for that so we'll see how it all goes Yay. i know uh, that's what i was telling you the other day i'm like oh if they said hey everyone can go back to the stores and back to work tomorrow like a lot of people are going to be like fuck no like what do you mean go back to work like this the, the disease is still out there there's no cure people are still getting sick people are still dying which is why i just don't i don't understand why people are so angry about you know, these protesters and it's just, I get it. I get some people don't have jobs. I, I understand that, yeah. but we understand. Same, yeah. But at the same time, it's just, it's too soon. I mean, we're just, I mean, this is still out there. We're all still going to get sick. I mean, now granted, I control my, you know, what I am doing and where I go and things like that. So, I mean, I'm still going to be home. I'm not going to go anywhere. As long as my yeah. company lets me work from home, I'm not I'm not leaving. I'm not going to start going shopping at the mall or anything uh, like no. that. You know, but 
it's just, it's scary that, you know, other people who, you know, grocery workers who have to be at work every day and now they're going to be, you know, coming across more exposure and it's just, it sucks. It sucks that people value their recreational time. I know like, um, in Michigan or something, people were upset because they closed mar marinas um, because pe the weather was getting nice and people wanted to go boating. Like, the oh man, are you kidding me? You cannot the do struggle, babe. The struggle, the boating. sacrifice, the sacrifice. It does not make sense. I don't understand. Like, yes, people. I mean, we're gonna we're getting to our one year anniversary. Do we want to go out and celebrate? Absolutely. Do we want to? Do we wish we were in another I, I thought place? we were going to go. I was 100% planning on going on a trip for our one year. And yeah, like, do we want to go on vacation? I mean, that's what we love to do. We love to travel, and we had every intention to do it. But are we going to do it? No, because we know that it's not the right time to do it. And you know what? We're just going to have to chill on our first wedding anniversary and just make the best of it here and figure out what we do on our own to celebrate as much as it sucks. But... It's just, there's no reason to expose other people or expose ourselves um, when we're going to have several other anniversaries to celebrate once comes in. Hey, and if we go out there and expose ourselves, we're not going to have any other anniversaries to celebrate. I mean, it's what sucks is that people, some people aren't still, people. some people will never take it serious until someone, either themselves or someone directly related to them, gets affected by it. I'm sure none of those people that were out there protesting have either gotten corona or have a family member that's gotten it. Because I'm 100% sure they would not be out there protesting saying, open shit up. Mm -hmm. You know? And the people that like that have experienced that, there's people that are like legit dying. Like, you see it reported. The numbers are not fake. Like, you know, people are... St I don't know. Anyways. Um, it's just frustrating. And I think right now, in my mind, I just have to lead by example and just say, you know. We haven't done it. We haven't done shit, fam. Like, we are, we just drive by that new house. Yeah. Just lead by example. Yeah. I don't know, fam. It's crazy times. But, I mean, right now it's, what, mid-April and we're, I don't think it's going to stop until... Maybe the end of the summer. Maybe. That's my guess. That's my guess. Like, in a perfect world, we'd be going back to work end of summer. Like, I mean, we're talking about this. I'm like, are we still going to be quarantined when we move into the new house, which is supposed to be mid-August? Mm -hmm. And if we're still quarantined by then, that's that's another situation there. That's, man, it's going to be tough. Yeah. I'm really considering um putting myself up for that vaccine and let's test it out <laughs> don't you gotta get infected with corona to do it i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i saw that they would like supposedly give you like 300 or three thousand dollars if you get yourself infected or something i don't know it's worth it <sighs> nah not for three thousand not for three thousand shit that ain't nothing but hey i'm sure there's people out there just making money you know with all this going on like there's people that are really trying to take advantage to make extra money. And then there's other people that are trying to stay safe. And there's there's people all over the map right now, fam. So if you're in one boat or another, I mean, 
you just got to work with what you got and try to stay positive and man just just try to make a you know because some people are not going to have a choice they're going to say hey i have to risk myself i have to expose myself because i need to provide for myself or my family yeah i think regardless i mean if obviously we don't want anybody to get it but I mean, these are perfect times to just put yourself, make yourself healthy, um, you know, get fit, get healthy, um, you know, and if you do get sick or anything like that, I mean, it's the healthier you are, the... Hopefully the better chance you are, yeah, of getting better. fight it, yeah, so, I mean, that's always kind of what I say. Now, granted, I do get sick pretty easily, so... <laughs> Yeah, I was like, that's so. Whenever all this stuff started going down, I'm like, please, God, don't let Lily get sick. <laughs> I, I was like, literally, like, please, God, if someone in this house is gonna get it, just give it to me. I'll take it. Like, like, I'll, I'll take it. Just give it to me, please. What's crazy is growing up. I never, ever. I literally had perfect attendance for every single year from pre-K all the way to freaking senior year of high school. I never got sick. What in the minute, hell? I became an You never skipped school? No, I never skipped school. I fucking hated school there. Oh my god. Alright. Anyways, we're not gonna talk about that. Um, <laughs> That's gonna be I another never podcast. I skipped school. I never ever skipped school. Um, but I, I also never got sick until I became an adult and I started working and then all of a sudden I think Because I you're around really sick people. I think it's allergies. I think I'm allergic to something I probably need to go get tested for. Allergic to me? Maybe. Maybe I'm allergic to you. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you were never sick until you met me, huh? Mystery solved. Check it. But, um, yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. I just... I feel like I can get sick. I probably had... Well, I got really sick in December. I usually... I, I get at this rate since graduating from college. I probably get really sick maybe once a year. Where it's either like... Um, a sinus infection or oh no not that often I get sick like maybe once every two years but it's more like body aches what do you mean you get sick once every two years like when I get like really like when I got sick in December that was bad yeah I know but it didn't happen it doesn't happen that often I think for me it's just more aches and pains and body aches and you know just I have really bad back problems that it's just won't leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. I get sick once a year, and I've um, figured it. Out. I've done the math in my head, and I figured out. It's, I think it's because of Thanksgiving. I always get sick the week after Thanksgiving is when it starts, and I I think it's probably it has to do with Thanksgiving. I don't know. I can't. I don't get sick once a year every single year, and it's not like. I'm dying or anything. It's kind of like a, like a flu or whatever. Um, but what's funny is that when I ha- when it happened to me this year, we were in San Antonio or was that last year that we were in San Antonio? Last year we were in San Antonio, and this it wasn't Thanksgiving though. It was in the spring when we were in San Antonio. Well, it popped up on my memories that we were in San Antonio for a game one year, and so that's why I saw. And then I saw in the in the memories of my that popped up. I'm like, oh shit, I'm sick right now. And the memory popped up on this day last year, and I was sick too. And that's kind of how I started figuring out when it was. But yeah, I mean, you gotta stay stay healthy, try to do your best. But everyone's gonna get sick. You can't be a hundred percent all the time. So even as you try to be as healthy as you can. Yep, agreed.
All right, fam. We're going to sign off. It's late. Hope y'all are staying safe out there. Until next time. Stay safe, everybody.